0: Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome back, and as always, thank you for joining us on uh, this Saturday if you're listening live wherever you are in the world, and we're happy to be with you. Uh, Marsha and I have talked a lot about the safety and the issues involved with cloud computing. Marsha, tell us about your guest.
0: Well, he was on the show with me one week when you ha- had to leave early. It's Robert, nickname Robot Taylor. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, he's the Linux Senior System Engineer at Rackspace. Brilliant, brilliant guy. We had a lot of great chats. And, and I was talking to Robert this week, and we're uh, DMing back and forth some links, because we were talking about the lack of security on the web. Mm-hmm. And I was able... With Robert's help, in some simple Google searches, to find lists of Social Security numbers, to find passwords of major companies, uh, a local university, we got their password. Um, unbelievable private information. So I want, you know, I said to Bob, "Why don't you come on? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what people can do." protect themselves and hopefully in the first part of our interview i'd like to ask him more about the cloud things like this and storing data locally and how it affects mac versus pc and you know what we can actually do to save our save our privacy does that work for you mark
1: it works for me let's get him on
0: okay robert you with us
2: i am thank you for having me back
0: Thank you. So tell me, after we we scared the heck out of each other, or you were probably not scared, and I saw everybody's social security number in a Google search, you want to explain to people what this is all about?
2: Well, sure. Uh, so Google is crawling the web all the time. They are uh, looking for what is available on the internet, and you normally uh, think of things that you want to share on the internet, like your blog page, and you want to use SEO to get your blog page to come up for some search that matters to you, you that's related to your blog. But you may not consider that everything that's connected to the Internet is also being searched, and that can include uh, if you have an an FTP site, uh, uh, the file transfer protocol, you have a little you want to share. This is the old style of sharing uh, information. Uh, If you have that up there on the web, well, Google can uh, traverse those directories and find documents which is what happened with that local school you're talking about, or if you are directly connected with your computer and you've turned on file sharing, uh, Google can find, uh, if there's no firewall, can start accessing your drive and find information there. And so what you do with Google is you can be very advanced in your searching. You can specify a specific file type, and you can just type file type, one word, file type, colon, and uh, XLS, a, I know,
0: you know, we even found Quicken data yeah, files uh, of businesses. Yeah, Q, I couldn't I believe this. Yeah, we,
2: you got people's uh, QIF files up there that are ready to be downloaded, and I bet you the people don't
0: know that. And Now, I wonder, is this illegal? That would be great to use in a divorce or something. That's the way my <laughs> mind works. <laughs> <Definitely>.
2: <laughs> well, it's if it's question, up on if, the web. If, I've, if I'm sharing and I don't have password protection, I'm not breaking in, uh, or you're not breaking in by accessing my file, I've allowed you to do that. And if you're allowing Google to search and it gets indexed and cached, is that private anymore?
0: Yeah. Looks exactly. Exactly. And we were talking about, um, because we have Mac and PC in my house, um, sure. uh, and I mentioned, you know, well, it seems to me that the Mac OS encourages file sharing. All You know, use this. I know there's a Windows Home server, but uh, what is the more predominant, and, and what do people just do automatically? That can screw well, things
2: up it now it depends on earlier versions of windows uh, i think up to xp windows file sharing was enabled so if you were directly connected to a network either a local network a wi-fi or uh, directly connected to your cable modem or dsl you were sharing with uh, people that could access your your information locally and that is now changed i believe i am not a windows yeah it is not
0: open by it is not open by default default. i i i checked vista and windows 7.
2: okay very good so i know that they've done a lot to make things a lot better um and with with the mac by default the file sharing is turned off um with one exception uh, but the, the kind of file sharing we're talked about is turned off, but you can go into your uh, the system settings and enable file sharing, and it asks you if you want to put a password or not. Well, what people will do by default is say, you know, passwords just get in the way. Yes, yes. they do. They get in the way of your friends, but they also get in the way of the Russian hackers that want to come after you. So it's always a good thing to put the password in. But if you don't, now your information that you're sharing is available for all to see.
1: And do you recommend changing password, for example, if you have uh, people you want to file share with, and then once they're gone, do you give them a particular password and then change it back later, or is it safe enough, obviously, if you trust the people you're with? But how do you do it?
2: Well, I I always guess that a password has a shelf life that's a little bit longer than milk, (laughs) but uh, not quite as long as spam. Right. So I usually I try to change my passwords um, every every quarter, and uh, a good tool for helping with that is a program called One Password. I'm not selling it. I don't you know recommend it. I just know that it's, it it, it, it helps you. Yeah, it, it works with that uh, changing passwords and and even I would actually say in this case the cloud can actually help. So if you want to share a file with someone instead of opening up your computer for them to access, you can use a service like Dropbox example it's mm-hmm. another service I'm not related to
0: yeah that. i use dropbox all the time
2: exactly and there you you put it up and you can determine what level of security you want for various uh items that you're storing up at dropbox and you can give public access to things that you care about it's very refined on on uh, on those settings that keeps people off of your your computer puts it out in an area that's isolated i actually in that sense cloud is safer
0: well, you know, we were talking um, that people on the Apple system, uh, Mac OS, oh, yeah. they are often lulled into a sense of security and thinking, oh, well, it's all safe, I'm on, um, I'm on Mac, I'm okay. But they're just as exposed as everybody else, right?
2: They absolutely can be. Uh, one, one thing that uh, people don't realize, uh, there's a nifty little service called Bonjour which is an auto discovery tool and it's an easy way to share iTunes libraries with people that you're you're close to. Well, normally when you're close to somebody, it's either at home or at work and it's normal people that you you trust and you like. But you could be at a coffee shop. Do you really want people to be accessing things that you've enabled? Maybe you forgot that you enabled uh sharing of some feature through Bonjour, you go to the coffee right. shop and boom, it's being shared or even Well, more there's another
0: yeah. There's even another Firefox extension, I believe, that uh, I don't remember the name of it because I don't use it. Mm -hmm. But there was a big warning about if you're using Firefox, whether you're on a Mac or a PC, that people can see what you're doing. Uh,
2: uh, No doubt. There's a lot of these type things. Another uh, Firefox extension that I'm familiar with is called XMarks. And it's a way of storing and and syncing up your bookmarks between different, uh, different computers. Very handy. One of the things that you can enable, and I think it's by default, maybe not, but I think it is. Um, one of the things that you can do is say, "Hey, I want to share this publicly," kind of like a delicious um, making a social bookmark.
0: Right, right, like a social bookmark. Right.
2: If you bookmark, say you have your work, you work for a company, and you bookmark um, internal networks, and then you have this extension turned on, well, you've just announced to the world where they need to go and hunt for internal resources if they can break into your internal network. That just gives one more piece of information to bad guys. Or if you save a URL that has your password included in in the URL, for example, now you've just shared that, and that is just crazy. So one of the things you want to do is, do I really want to share the information with everyone? You've got to make that choice. You have to know, when I use this service, is it also being shared, or is it just local to me? And uh, people forget, and you're right. Pe- people on Macs, myself included, lulled into security, uh, a sense of security that is not always guaranteed. There are patches every, every so often that Apple puts out for security exploits, and that's on purpose because it is possible to have a security vulnerability with a Mac.
1: Are, are you do you feel comfortable in going to a Starbucks and signing on to a Wi-Fi network at Starbucks, or would you just tell people, don't do that?
2: I do that. I do that all the time. However, there's a couple of things that I do. First, uh, when I do connect, I make sure uh, you can set up different profiles. It's a little bit advanced, but you mm-hmm. can set up different profiles. I'm at home, share everything. I'm at work, share a little. I'm at a, a coffee shop, don't share anything. Uh, my email clients, for example, I mm-hmm. make sure that I use the secure transfer protocols for checking my email so that it's not going out clear text. Because if it's going out clear text, the standard way to use email, my password can be seen by everyone else in that coffee shop if
3: they're, oh, if they're
2: looking. Right. So you use the security. Uh, if I go to a website and I'm going to type in a password or something, I make sure I'm using HTTPS.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that, that that includes, will protect you in a coffee shop as long as it's HTTPS.
2: Yes, because that's between your box and their server. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, now the other thing that I recommend, uh, my company uh, gives me VPN access, of uh, you know virtual private networking, so that I can sign into the internal network from outside. That makes a tunnel of all my communication on my on my computer. So if I go to a Starbucks, a lot of times I'll say, hey, I'm just going to sign into my company network. Even though I'm not doing anything with the company right now, I'm using this tunnel so that uh, the people around me, all they see is gibberish if they're looking at my transmission.
1: Huh. Uh, we're going to take a break. Robert, can you hang with us? I sure can. Yeah, because I think yeah. we, we want to talk to you about what security bre- breaches, Marcia, what's a, Yeah, what's the
0: We've had three major security breaches, and I wanted uh, Robert to talk to everybody about them and uh, how it's going to affect you and what you have to worry about. I mean, this, this is all serious stuff.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, also, we're going to come back a little bit. Uh, we'll do the Buy of the Week. We've got top Twitter trends of the week that we definitely have to talk about. Uh, I know Mr. Funtime mentioned uh, that movie Sucker Punch is one I'd like to see. I don't care if it's good or not. It just looks uh, really cool. I, I,
0: I knew it. I oh, knew yeah, it. That's definitely Robert's my probably kind of not going to see that movie. Yeah,
1: yet. no, that definitely is my kind of movie. looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and visually probably pleasing to my eyes. So I uh, haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it. Uh, we come back with well, more. With Robert, more about uh, security breaches. We'll be right back.
0: This is Marsha Collier with Mark Cohen and Robert Taylor from Rackspace on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
4: A connected world is coming. Are you the decision maker at home or in the office? Are you looking for products to automate everyday tasks? Are you a professional who needs to keep up on the latest technology? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, Connected World Magazine is for you. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com to subscribe today. Connected World is the new go-to magazine for connected devices, and the launch issue will be available this July. Subscribe today and pay only $9.95 for a one-year subscription. Get connected now. Visit www.connectedworldmag.com and click on subscribe today. And follow us on Twitter at ConnectedWMag. Do you have an idea or
1: an invention and not sure what to do next? Take the first step and get your copy of the book, You and Your Big Ideas by Brian Fried. From protecting your idea to developing it and bringing your product to market, this handy resource guide is a must-have for every inventor, innovator, and entrepreneur. This book is all about you and your big ideas and bringing them to life. Only ten ninety-five. Order now and also receive your free product evaluation kit with the book. Call now. When it comes to printers, Canon technology has changed the way images and text are put to paper. Canon's laser beam printer technology has redefined both color and black and white printing standards in over 80% of the world's laser printer. Canon's bubble jet printing technology has completely revolutionized color printing by consistently delivering new innovations from personal use and home office businesses to corporate solutions. Canon printers have the technology and reliability you're looking for. Learn more at Canon.com.
0: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And
1: welcome back, 877-474-3302. And Marsha, I just tweeted out to our, our listeners, if they could just forward their social security numbers directly to me so I don't have to search the web for them. <laughs> is that would speed Gosh. up a whole lot.
0: You're you're impossible. You really are.
1: <laughs> okay, Robert, you
0: to... see what I have to put up with here? <laughs>
2: That's <awesome>. uh, <laughs>
0: So, Robert Taylor from Rackspace is our guest, and... Uh, so this made you, Mark, want to think about redoing anything on your computers?
1: You know, I, I tend to be very secure and very safe. I do use HTTPS often. Uh, I have passwords on everything. I, I must confess, I don't change my password as often as I should, just for the, uh, the fear that I'm gonna forget what it is, <laughs> you know, which is everybody's fear, and I try not to well, use... Well,
0: Robert one. suggested that, um, one password. You might want to try that.
1: Uh, well, you know, I, I use my password as one, two, three, four, five, six, because I feel that's easy to remember.
2: That's mine too.
1: That's oh easy. good is that possible. <laughs> no
0: mine is password and my entrance is admin. That's
1: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Robert, tell us about security breaches. What 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 kind of stuff's going on these days?
2: Well things that uh that people have been kind of surprised at. Uh one is not so much security, but it's a it's a privacy issue. And and that uh, is, is the the big daddy out there, Facebook. Uh, people have been surprised with a lot of these. Uh, Facebook has the habit of changing their privacy settings on on whims. Who knows why? Mm-hmm. And people find out about it much later when they realize, oh, that private picture of me at South by Southwest. Ooh, that's now public. Right. Didn't mean for that to be. So that's one of the things that people have to be aware of is if they're using some kind of uh, internet service that uh, if there are if there are privacy settings those could change they need to pay attention to announcements hey by the way we changed settings this is now public they need to think did i mean for that to be public or do i want to keep that private so that's that's on that's on one side it's just staying aware of the changing uh, web environment
0: right? wouldn't it be nicer if facebook maybe sent out a note to everybody like they do on the pages when they make changes of other sorts saying we are going to change the privacy settings or is that not to their benefit
2: it's a good question. Some of some of the re- reasons that they changed some of the privacy settings were to be more competitive against Twitter, for example, which is by default completely wide open. If you put something out in the tweet, there's no expectation that it's going. Well,
0: it's to be- in the Library of Congress right away. I mean, yeah. it is being archived.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, and <clears throat> we all we all know about even private messages, DMs, as they call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes. Twitter makes a mistake and a, a DM goes out public, which is always lots of lots of laughs when that happens.
1: <laughs> and what about yeah. IMing? How safe is that?
2: A great question. Most IM, uh, most instant messengers are uh, plain text. There are exceptions. If you use Skype chat, uh, you can only use that with other Skype clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, there's, there are some exceptions. But anyway, if you're using that, it is an encrypted uh, chat session. That it goes through the Skype servers, uh, but that's another another issue if you trust Skype or not. It, but your basic IM is not by default uh, encrypted, but you can get plugins. If you use something like Game G A I M, the free version of uh, uh, for chat or Addium on the Mac, you can add plugins that uh, encrypt messages between you and, and the recipient, which mm-hmm. is which is always fun uh, to do. Fascinating.
0: Wait, I'm I'm going to impress you both here. Uh, Now, we always feel safe. We've heard of RSA security, which is, you know, technically like the official gold standard. You ever wonder what RSA stands for?
1: Ooh, I knew this, but now I don't remember what it is.
0: (laughs) Bob, what? You got anything? Stands for revenge. You didn't call me Bob, did you? I, oh, sorry, Robert. No,
2: thank you. <laughs> I would never do that, Robert.
0: Uh, yeah, I he what's would wrong never with Marsha? Okay. okay, it's cocktail hour.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, great, a little early in Los Angeles. Oh, well, that's ahead. right.
0: Okay, so RSA, which I always thought was like this big, you know, government organization, stands for Rivest, Shamir, and Adelman. The three guys who first... <laughs> I did,
1: no, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, whoa, that's official. But Robert, you know, we all reply, uh, Lie, rely on RSA two-factor authentication. Who yeah. uses this, and has that ever been violated?
2: Well, it's, that's a great question. It is considered the gold standard. Uh, it, two-factor um, authentication means that there is there's two things you have to do. It's not just a simple password. It's one part of a of a PIN uh, that you that you know. It's a secret that you know. And you get a little key fob, uh, if, you, uh, if you've if you seen one of these, yeah, I and used it one generates a random number. Mm-hmm. And so you have to enter your personal uh, number and this random number that's verified with the server uh, with security. And at that point, it authenticates you. And this is considered very safe. So some of the users of this include a small organization called the federal government. <laughs> uh,
1: Which was, was almost closed, by the way. As of yeah. Friday. We, yeah,
2: we just did, made it, did, yeah. but we, they always closed it down. Um, E-Trade, uh, m- most large businesses, uh, you know, my my Wells Fargo, uh, for example. I, I can opt to do that. Uh, and So in, does
0: ING Direct, I believe. That's what I use.
2: Right, yeah. Anyone that's serious about security will offer the secure ID from RSA. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, RSA had a security breach. Some hackers broke in. Espionage style, and got secret information on how they uh, generate these these numbers. The specifics were not given out, of course, but the RSA did say by itself this does not compromise uh, you know anyone's security out in the field, but it could be used as part of a wider attack. Which means that you better keep that pin in rotation, that private number uh you don't just leave that and set it once and forget about it you need to also remember that's one of your passwords and you need to keep updating that that might be the strongest part of the of the secure id from this point forward which is extremely scary considering how much uh we depend on RSA secure id
0: interesting interesting hmm. so uh, there was something with epsilon 2 going on Epsilon is. I think we all got email from our banks, or I think it was almost everybody got violated in this one. Who is Epsilon, and what's the deal?
2: Well, Epsilon is one of these service companies. uh, You know, the broad definition of cloud is a service that's provided over the Internet that allows companies to outsource their email lists so that they can do email marketing, email, uh, you know, management of rewards these types of of services you know er, Ritz Carlton doesn't want to have to reinvent how to do that so they go to a well known established company that all the other big guys use epsilon and they entrust their uh, list of customers names and address and email address to epsilon well epsilon was breached someone stole the customer list of all of epsilon's custom most of epsilon's customers anyway with the uh, with their customers names and email addresses and companies include Ritz-Carlton, uh US Bank, JP Morgan Chase, Capital One, City, uh McKinsey and Company. I mean, these are not small guys. These are these are major brands and the customer list is out there with the email address that people shared with these institutions.
3: Well,
0: Interesting. I mean, scary, we're talking, I'm looking at a list of them on the web. We got home shopping network. People shop there. The college board, Disney destinations. I mean, that's just plain creepy.
1: Yeah. Best Buy's uh, records were broken into, I think, email records just last week, if I remember correctly. Best Buy and another one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Rugby. Uh, before we run out of time, I want to ask you, lastly, what are the things we need to protect ourselves? Give us some takeaways.
2: Okay. So, let's start with the last one on epsilon. the The danger point is that someone could fake an email coming from JP Morgan Chase, send it to your name and the email that you have on file with JP Morgan and Chase. So you need to never click a link that comes in an email even if it looks official. You want to type that into the address bar and make sure that it's not a, it's not actually a redirect to some page that's going to fish information out of you.
0: That's yeah, easy. I got some interesting emails, actually, supposedly from Facebook, that said whomever had just tagged me in a photo. And just before I clicked, I thought to myself, I don't recognize that person's name, and why would they tag me in a photo? Uh-huh. So I went to Facebook, and I saw there was nothing from these people that had mm-hmm. tagged me in a photo. So who knows where that link might have gone?
2: Right, yeah. And so that was a good thing, not not to click there. Uh, there's nightmares of people that do that and have their bank accounts uh, emptied. hmm uh, another thing that you should do is at home you want to make sure that you have a firewall between you and the internet and have we got it, it enabled. <laughs> and Number do you recommend
1: two, hardware yeah. or software?
2: Well, I you, I would actually recommend that you you probably have more than one computer, so why just attach a single computer to your your internet router? Mm-hmm. Uh, so so use use an internet router that has a built-in firewall. Great.
0: So I have WPA2 on my router, so I'm safe, right?
2: Well, that's just that's just for the Wi-Fi connection. You also need the once. Once you connect to the Wi-Fi access point, then it's open. It's uh, it's. There's no encryption there, so that only protects from people uh, snooping the the uh, airwaves and uh, at your home. You still need a firewall to protect intruders from getting into your home network. That that's an important thing.
0: Now, what would we use for that?
2: Well, if you buy, uh, I use the Airport Extreme. It has a built-in firewall. Most mm-hmm. of the Uh, Linksys and Netgears and whatever. Okay,
0: yeah, I have Netgears.
2: Yeah,
1: they're generally built-in,
2: Marsha. Most of the ones uh, already (laughs) have hardware.
0: Okay, so what do we do in public when we're not at home?
1: And We only got about 30 seconds.
2: (laughs) Okay, you want to make sure you're using HTTPS, secure email transfer protocols, and don't share files in a public place around people you don't know.
0: And disable Bonjour,
2: right? Yes, always best to disable Bonjour in public.
1: Uh, Well, Robert, thank you so much. Robert, not Bob.
0: Isn't he fabulous? I told you I have very smart friends.
1: You do. You do. Plus,
0: he's handsome.
1: Oh, Uh, (laughs) I'm so excited. Gosh, I just hope we can meet one day, Robert. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for being with us. and Thanks for all the great tips and for information about uh, keeping us safe while we're uh, surfing the web. Thank you so much for being there. All right. Uh, thank you. And uh, Marsha, when we come back, uh, we are going to do the buy of the week. So get the drum set together.
0: Oh, I'll get the drum set together, uh, yes. Got
1: six technologies that <laughs> will stick around. Got some apps for you, other things. Don't go away. We got great.
0: Sounds time. big. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet Talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indesha, shipping isn't.